in. Hello and welcome to Open for Business here on Business Radio X, the monthly radio show presented by the Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce. I'm Mike Salmon, and each month here on Open for Business, we highlight and celebrate many of the top businesses and community leaders that shape Gwinnett County. Joining us on the show this morning, we have from Championship Communication, Bill Lampton, Dr. Bill Lampton, I should say. Uh, also from Avion Energy Group, we are joined by Karen Beckus. And from Ace Truck Body and Repair, uh, I'm sorry, Ace Truck Body and Trailer Repair, it's Al Carnitz and Guy Carnitz. Also, Megan Lesko will be joining us later on the show from the Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce. Let's get things rolling with our friend Bill Lampton from Championship Communication. Good morning, Bill. Good morning, Mike. Always a pleasure to be with you. Always good to have you. You've been on uh, other shows here at Business Radio X, your first time on Open for Business. And I know today you want to talk about communication which is so important when it comes to businesses and business leaders and specifically good communication. So one of the questions to kind of kick off the conversation, what was a painful and embarrassing lesson that you learned at age 15, something you kind of set me up with here, uh, about getting instructions clearly and completely? Because communication, it's all about getting instructions and understanding those instructions. That's right. I was a, uh, a kid working in a seed feed and fertilizer warehouse. I was the guy who somebody would pull their pickup truck up there and give me an order, and then I would fill the order, giving them what they'd ask for. I, that's what I was supposed to do. Well, one day this farmer drove up, and I understood his order to be that he wanted 10 sacks of 5105 fertilizer. These sacks were 100 pounds each. And being a 15-year-old, one of the things I could have done, of course, I could have loaded five on that little hand truck at a time, five sacks. But, oh, no, you know, a a teenager has to do it all. So I loaded all 10 sacks on there. That's 1,000 pounds. And I wheeled it back. I threw a sack at a time into his truck and stood there very proudly that I had filled his order correctly. And he'd never said anything. And then all of a sudden, he looks at me and he said, Sonny, you got to take all those back. And I said, what do you mean I have to take them all back? He said, I didn't ask for 10 sacks of 5105. I asked for 10 pounds. <laughs> and, what a difference. Oh, it was one heck of a difference. And, of course, at the minute, uh, I could feel the blood rushing to my head. I was furious. But, obviously, that's a lesson all these years later I still remember. And it taught me at an early age that if you don't get instructions clearly, the customer can't be happy. Everybody's going to be frustrated. You'll lose time. You'll do more work possibly than you should have done. It's vast inefficiency. And then later on, when I spent 22 years in management, there were many more examples of how managers, supervisors, yes, even CEOs, thought that they had given very clear instructions, but they hadn't because the person receiving the instructions didn't get it the way that it was intended. You talk to a lot of folks. You have um, obviously given advice to a lot of company leaders and so forth. Do you find that a lot of them don't give instructions clearly? They maybe think they do, and and, and you find out later or they find out later that a lot of their employees are frustrated because they're not feeling like they're getting the instructions clearly. Yes, many times a supervisor will say, but I told them what to do. And of course, uh, there's much more to it than that. Let me give an example. For example, suppose the supervisor says to one of the employees, I want you to give me a report 
on our customer service. I want it soon, and I want it thorough. Okay, well, what does he mean by the report on customer service? Is he talking about the way we deal externally? Is he talking about our staffing? Is he talking about our equipment? And then again, what about, I want it soon? <laughs> that confuses a lot of people. You mean today at 2 o'clock? You mean Friday? You mean two weeks from now? So it's very important to give specifics there. And then, I want it to be very thorough. Thorough in what way? In the number of people that you interview, in the length of a report that you write, in the recommendations that you make. So our language, in many ways by nature, is quite vague and quite nebulous. And it's up to us to make it specific and clear. I owe you an apology, Bill, because at the top of the show, I, want, I, was, I was so excited about to getting into this topic about giving instructions clearly for management and, and so forth that I did not give you an ant opportunity to give maybe your little 30-second or 60-second elevator speech about co uh, uh, your, your company, Championship Communication. And kind of, so, so let's back up a little bit. Give me an overall view of what your company does, and then we'll get back into this uh, great conversation about instructions. I appreciate that instruction, <laughs> and I'm glad to do that. My company, Championship Communication, helps companies identify their major communication problems and, more importantly, find solutions to those problems. Additionally, I work with leaders who want to become effective, more effective speakers. I say I teach people how to speak with poise, power, and persuasion. And then more recently, Mike, I have concentrated considerably on teaching people how to produce their own top-quality, cost-effective videos. We, for so many years, have depended on others to do our videos, yet now it's so simple to learn. That's what I teach. I taught someone in two hours this week how to produce their own videos. Yes, you have to have an outlay of equipment. And I've had the good fortune since 1997 of serving also as a keynote speaker, a seminar leader, a coach. Uh, very exciting career for me because I, I get to help so many people. And there's so many great topics that you cover and work with. And, and today, right now, we're talking about giving clear instructions and following those instructions and so forth. Uh, before the show here, I kind of gave instructions to all our guests how to do their interviews today and, and how to talk into the microphones. And so uh, how would you grade me on how I did before the show? Nobody looked confused. Okay. that's a, We're off to a good start. Not, not even you. Okay. <laughs> Which is rare. Yes. Um, give us an example. Uh, and we're talking with uh, Bill Lampton with Championship Communication. Give me an example, if you could have. And you touched upon a few earlier, but how how managers can maybe make their instructions a little bit more clearer? Well, for one thing, uh, if, if you just tell somebody in a face-to-face -face conversation, you need to give them the information other ways to supplement that. Many of us, of course, want written instructions. And then with today's workforce, maybe not just writing, but there's some people who would like a, a short video which demonstrates what you're asking for. Or it might be a voicemail, or it might be a text message. Communicate with your employees in the way that they prefer to be communicated with, and then also give examples of what you want. Let's say that you have said to an employee that you want them to lead the inventory process this year in your company. Say to them, 
here's the plan that we used last year. I would like for you to follow this structure. So give them some examples. And then naturally, most important of all, give opportunities, create opportunities for feedback. Don't just give the instructions, but pause and say, are are you, do you have any questions? I, I'm very open for questions. I know they're, they're important. And then also to say as well, uh, I know this assignment's clear to me, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's clear to you. So never, never assume. That's right. That's right. We all know the old axiom about what happens when we assume. And, and encourage feedback. And then one more point I would make is once the process gets going, have some checkpoints along the way. You might say, uh, Sam, here we are. We're, we're halfway in, into this four-week project. Let's check and see that we understand, both of us, where we're headed and what we've done, and, and do you have any questions? Keep that feedback, not just initial, but keep it going. Where is the line, though, if you're reinforcing your instructions and having checkpoints, some people may say, uh-oh, that's falling into micromanagement now, so there's that fine line there. How do you make sure you don't cross that line? I think, uh, again, it, it varies. Uh, I think the distinction there would be that you're asking questions and you're soliciting feedback. You're not giving orders. Okay. Again, Bill Lampton, our, our guest from Championship uh, Communication. We have other guests here in the room, and I just happened to look over at uh, Al and Guy with uh, Ace uh, Truck Body and, and, and Trailer Repair. You guys have employees, and uh, it's, it's, I could sound, tell Al you were really listening intently. Did you uh, pick up some stuff here that uh, Dr. Bill was talking about? We, I sure did. Uh, I think that's one thing we lack over by us is uh, direct communications. Uh, we have some problems there. And uh, we try working on them, but we don't have the right, sometimes, the skills to do it. For. I haven't found an organization that doesn't have those problems. I was going to say, that's probably pretty <laughs> common with every company. Even companies that think they've got great communication may or may not. They may be the worst. Because <laughs> they're assuming they do. Right. And we, we talked about that. Uh, Bill, I, I wish we had more time and just could continue to talk, but uh, we'll have to have you, as usual, come back because you talk about some great topics. Uh, today's was, was really interesting as well. Bill Lampton from Championship Communication. For those that want to find out more about your company and, and all the things that you teach and do, where can they find that information? My website, championshipcommunication.com. My telephone, 678 316 Four three zero zero. Our talks with you go way too fast. Way too fast. Bill, as always, thank you very much. Thank you, sir. Bill Lampton from Championship Communication. Joining us now, our next guest on Open for Business, Karen Backus with Avion Energy Group. Good morning, Karen. Good morning, Mike. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I won't do the same faux pas that I did for uh, Bill, and I will go ahead and start the interview by asking you to give us a brief overview of your company, Avion Energy Group. Thank you, Mike. Uh, Avion Energy is basically, we represent 57 suppliers in 22 states, and basically what we do is represent the client with a free service that shops the market on their behalf and get them best pricing. Uh, Once we get that pricing back, we put it on one sheet of paper, submit it to the client, and the client can see in the order of the cheapest to the highest is who has got the best rates, and they can pick and choose which supplier they go with. Advantage for going doing business with us is one we save the client time because they don't have to call each supplier direct. 
Second of all, we have a relationship with the supplier, and our suppliers have similar contracts, so you're comparing apples to apples. And third of all, all is a lot of times I can offer you longer terms. You know, most people go out, they shop for either six months or 12 months. Many times I can go out and get you uh, 18 months, 12 months, or 20, 12, 24, and 36. And right now what we're seeing in the market, the market has been taking a dip on natural gas prices, and I'm seeing some of the best prices I've seen in the last few years. And so a lot of my clients right now are taking advantage of that by long, locking into some longer terms as far as two and three years out. So, again, my service is totally free to the client because I'm paid by the provider. So you do a lot of the legwork for, for the, your clients. Are there areas uh, as far as geographically that you serve or don't serve? Well, right now, Avion was originally set up to cover the states that are deregulated. So here in Georgia, it's natural gas, but like in Texas, it can be electric and natural gas. Uh, Illinois is electric or natural gas. Ohio's electric or natural gas. Up in the Northeast, it could be one or the other. And we have a map up on our website that will show you each one. Now, in the last few months, we have also migrated into doing transport, which is really for the, the client that is using a lot of high volume, such as 180,000 therms or more, and that we can go into some of the states that are not deregulated and be able to service them. And the only way to really answer that is just to have that private conversation and explore it offline. So to have a conversation with you, I mean, there's no consultation cost or anything like that? There's no cost at all. Matter of fact, I'm excited to help people. It, it kind of serves my personal need of giving back to the community because I offer a free service, and it's a win-win for both of us. It seems like, Karen, it's a no-brainer to have that conversation with you. There, there's absolutely nothing to lose. Talk about your client retention rate because that's a, that says a lot about uh, the people that are using Avion Energy. Uh, Avion has been around for five years, and we're moving into our sixth year. I've been with the company for three and a half, and in the years that we've been there, we have a 94% client retention rate. And basically, uh, what we find is that once we get the client into the system, and the first time in the system is a little confusing because they don't understand the process, but once we walk them through it and get it into the system, it becomes real easy for us. And uh, to keep the clients. The clients that we use are generally, it's either someone who sold a business and the new customer doesn't understand who we are, or we might lose a client uh, due to natural situations. So a 94% retention rate to me says, speaks volume as to who we are. And again, we're a free service. And the other advantage is, especially for larger companies where they're managing multiple locations in multiple states, they find us as a real advantage because we become the one-stop shop. We have the expertise in all the different states in the markets, and they don't have to have personnel on board that have to be particularly trained to deal with those issues. So it becomes a win-win for both people involved. And let me just be clear, is it uh, commercial or residential or both? Right now we're strictly commercial, okay. uh, basically, but I do not filter out as to the size of the commercial business. Basically, I let the suppliers do that. Sometimes the suppliers won't take a client that's using less than a thousand therms a year. But my point is, is that 
until the supplier tells me, then why not just take a look at it? My, my feeling is, is you don't know who those people know, and you don't know when a small business is going to become a large business. So why not take advantage of bringing them on board, get them comfortable with it? And the other thing is, it gives them a taste of who we are, and I'm looking for the referral. So I'll be happy to take a referral for anybody that they have in their client base. We're joined by Karen Backus with Avion Energy Group. And, uh, Karen, let me ask you about this Movers and Makers Award presentation. Tell me about that. Yeah, the Movers and Makers is a chamber event that's coming up in March. It's uh, through, it's really not chamber, but partnership Gwinnett. It's targeted at nominations for the manufacturers, small, medium, large. They're taking nominations right now uh, for manufacturers within the county, and they will award manufacturers in the county on different sizes. And then the winners of that go before the state and are awarded, excuse me, are, are picked from the state level. Last year, we had such companies as YSS out of Snellville. We had Millennium Matt, and I forget who the third one is. Um, but my point is, is that I intend to be at that event with the table, and I'm looking forward to sponsoring the manufacturers here for 2015. Well, this show, Karen, of course, is open for business, brought to you by the Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce. You mentioned the Gwinnett Chamber briefly there. Talk about your membership, because I see you at just about every (laughs) Gwinnett Chamber event that they have. Well, actually, I've been involved in and out of the Chamber for the last 15 years with three different businesses, although Avion is probably the longest one I've been in. I mean, I remember the chamber went so, so it's about time for a change for you, Karen. Is that no, what, it's no? not okay. time for a change. I think I'm going to be here for the long term. Uh, but my point is, when I joined the chamber 15 years ago, that room used to be about 30 people in attendance at a networking event. And now it's over 100, especially on Friday. Uh, the Business After Hours is a great event. And over the years, I've made some great contacts, some great friends, and I know, quite honestly, I network all over the city, and I know a lot of people that's from different areas, and I'm one of the few people that, you know, you tell me what business you're in, I already got a pretty good idea who you're looking for as a client, and I try to help and mentor a lot of people within the chamber, and I want to say a quick shout out, I attended the the meeting this morning briefly to find out who the ambassador of the year is, and I want to congratulate Johnny Phelps for his second win as ambassador of the year for this year. Oh, you're breaking some news here. Is is that is that supposed to be public yet, Megan? Or is it, it is now. It, 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 it is now. <laughs> well, it was announced at the network meeting, so I'm assuming it's public. <laughs> yeah, we're just waiting for the press release to come yeah, out. That, that's yeah. All. Uh, Karen, uh, tell us uh, for folks that want to find out more about Avion Energy, where can they go to get all that great information? Uh, www.avionenergy.com backslash Bacchus, B-A-C-K-U-S, Altern, capital A-L-T-E-R-N. And there's a video on there. It's about three and a half minutes long, and it gives you a kind of a quick overview of what we do. And then my contact information is 404 861-2637. And Mike, thank you so much. Thank you, Karen. Always wonderful to have you here uh, in the studio. I want to loop back to Bill, though, because I owe Bill a second apology. You've been very involved in the Gwinnett Chamber as well, Bill, over the years. Talk about your involvement and what's meant for you. It is a, a very exciting chamber over... Um, well, I, I formed my company in 1997. I've been a member of different chambers. And for at least the last three to four years, I've had a number of people say to me, you really ought to participate in the Gwinnett Chamber. It's one of the greatest in the nation. And enough people said that to me that I I turned in that direction. It has been a remarkable group. It's a very receptive group. The networking is friendly. It's exciting. 
and it, it's potentially very productive. And I think Karen stated very well that there are a number of people in there who are not only on the lookout for themselves, but they want to know how to help their colleagues as well. And, and uh, my, my good friend Bob Littell calls it net weaving, where we introduce people to those who they can do business with. What do we get out of that? The satisfaction of knowing that we help someone else. Great. Thank you, Bill. And uh, I'm sure I'll apologize for something else before the show's over, make it in, uh, three, you know, three strikes. Um, our next guest here on the show, Open for Business, brought to you by the Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce, Al Carnitz and Guy Carnitz. They are the uh, co-owners of Ace Truck Body and Trailer Repair. And speaking of the Chamber, you guys were recently awarded, I believe, the January Small Business of the Month Award. Is, did I get that right? Yes, you did, Mike. And I thank you for being here. It's quite an honor. And I'm I'm really overwhelmed. Be, be out here. Oh, wait till the interview's over, and uh, <laughs> you won't be overwhelmed anymore. Um, let's start, let's start with, with with the with the award. What does that award mean to you? And, and talk about your chamber involvement. Well, I've been a chamber member to this Gwinnett Chamber for 20 years plus. Uh, it's a great chamber. Uh, I belong to the Executive Roundtable, which was formed by the Gwinnett Chamber, and I've been that member for almost 15 years. Um, I go. I attend a lot of the chamber functions. Um, the chamber's been very good to us. It gives me a visual appearance uh, in the community. Yeah. And, and Guy, as, as general manager, I know you see a lot of the day-to-day -day operations. Uh, and how do you see the, the chamber helping your business? Well, I've been not much involved with the chamber because I'm, I'm basically that, that, That's inside. what Al's for. <laughs> right. That's what Al's for. But I guess I'm being weaned into that, so... Uh, basically, uh, you know, I, um, you know, um, not sure what to say. Well, you know, it's a, it, it, obviously you want to be involved in the community, and this is a, right. a big part of doing that. Right. right. I'm finding that out. Yes. Um, Al, guy, give us a, a, an overview of Ace Truck Body and Trailer Repair. How long you guys have been in business, okay. and, and what your company does? Okay, I uh, started the company in 1981, August 11th, 1981, and I had a silent partner. Uh, who helped me out? He was a um, he was the money man, uh, and we just grew. Now we now have, we went from four employees. I started with we're now forty seven. Wow. Uh, we and I'm gonna let guy talk about what kind of trucks we repair in the companies and things like that. But uh, it's been a company that I set up on trial and error. I made too many errors on the way. But that's how we but, learn. Yeah, I know, but we, we uh, learn more from making our mistakes than yeah. we do from you know but doing we, things right. <clears throat> we are well established. We do the whole metro area: Athens, Gainesville, Macon, uh, out of state comes in, and I'm gonna let Guy more explain about who we are and what we do. Well, we had a vision that we wanted to be the one-stop shop uh, in truck repair. We uh, we do engine repair, body work. We also repair boxes and trailers, refer refrigerated units. Uh, we even uh, uh, got into mobile service where we bring our service to the customer's location. So uh, you know, with that, you know, we uh, that that was our vision was to become a one-stop shop and provide a great service for our customers. And uh, you know, unfortunately, truck repair is necessary uh, for you know, for mobile, you know, commercial uh, vehicles and stuff. But uh, uh, we, um, uh, you know, I always tell our, we, I always tell our employees that our customers is all we have. And, uh, and 
I know that our employees is our biggest asset to the company, and I think we've always treated them fairly, and and we try to provide a great uh, living for them, a way of life. And uh, in return, they have given that to us. So we appreciate them for everything they do for us. You mentioned, uh, you know, some of the trucks that you do, and, and a lot of your clients would be would be commercial clients uh, in that case. Uh, how small, I mean, do you do pickup trucks, or do you go that, that small, or is it more a little bit larger than that? Um, well, we do some commercial trucks, uh, pickup trucks, if they're commercial units. Okay. We do. Uh, we don't do anything that's with the public. It's just commercial business. Just want to make sure we're clear. So, if, uh, you know, Jim Bob down the street has his pickup truck, and uh, I'm <laughs> no. th- that's, that's so bad. That's a, that's a southern thing. I shouldn't say that. That's, um, I'm stereotyping now, but uh, you're more commercial. Uh, can we just edit that out later, Trey, perhaps? My father's name uh-huh. is Jim Bob, but that's okay. Is your, Bill, your father's name is. You're, you're just helping, you're helping facilitate the stereotype. That's the third apology, That's my my third apology of the show to all the Jim Bobs out there. What I'd like to say, though, is like Karen says, she's got some long-term customers. We have some customers been with us 30 years plus. So that, to me, that means a big thing, that they still use us. And we have one customer, Grable Van Lines, was one of my first, and we still do all their work. We're huge into van line repairs. We probably do every large van line company in the area and even outside the area we have one gentleman one company allen's van lines out of new york that brings equipment into us when they're going on their way to florida so i'm very proud of that and uh it's just tractor trailers and box trucks now 34 years yes you've been in business and i see you have a location in norcross yes we got a 34,000 square foot building we built that, uh, I bought the property in 99, 13 acres, and we uh, moved in. We built it in 2004, 2004. We actually uh, outgrew it the minute we moved in. Really? Yes. So what are your plans moving forward, Guy? I mean, where do you see the company maybe in five, ten years? Well, we're we're hoping to expand our parking lot, which is our big issue with us. You know, we have so many, the equipment's large, so we don't have enough parking space. But we're hoping to expand that. Um just getting better at what we do, uh, being more profitable like any other business. That's what we're, we're working on. We've hired some new people that's taken us to the new, uh, next level in our business. So I've learned a lot more. Uh, I've, I've learned a lot more in the last year with uh, some of the new folks that we've hired uh, as far as uh, setting up policies in the company. We, I always said that, you know, where we used to be and where, before we moved there, it was like, the hillbillies moving into the mansion because <laughs> we didn't even have hot water where we were. And we I'm, had a, I'm glad I'm not the only one that was stereotyping on the show here. Oh, I mean, our break room had a kerosene heater, and we used to call it camping when we were on break. You know. And so you you you've you've grown up in the business. I mean, it's been around 34 years. Your your dad was one of the people that started the business. I assume you've probably done everything from sweeping the floors all the way up oh, yeah. to you know your your current position as GM. You've I've seen done, it all. I've done sandblasting, painting. I've done uh, trailer work, brakes, brakes. <laughs> You've done it all. Oh yeah. Uh, I would. Um, I lost my train. 
Well, one thing I want to ask you too, Alan, some of the some of the information you provided for me. You mentioned the employees that you've had for a long time. It also seems like they're very involved in the community, uh, and they've done a lot in the community. And you guys have done a lot getting out there. I see where you've you've been involved with some schools and and, and the Rotary and, and things like that. Talk about your involvement. Well, I uh, I'm uh, we're in Norcross, and I'm very involved in the city of Norcross. I've been on the DDA right now. I'm presently serving on the appeals board. Um, we uh, support my Rotary Club, South Gwinnett Rotary. I've been the past president. I've been a uh, Rotarian for 15 years. Um, we, core, we support Corley Elementary School uh, through, we read there every other Thursday to kindergarten classes. We just put up a new fence in their soccer field. Uh, we do landscaping, all the different things that uh, the county is, uh, doesn't have the money for. Great. We're talking with uh, Guy and Al Carnitz with uh, Ace Truck Body and Trailer Repair here on Open for Business. And uh, again, congratulations on winning the Jan- Did I get that right? Right, January. The January small, small business, business. Of, of the month. We've uh, two thousand year two thousand. We were one of the five finalists for the small business of the year, and two thousand five or six we were again, and we've been in the top twenty five for about five or six times for businessman of the year great well, well tell people how they can find out more about your company and maybe if they're a uh, they, they own a company and they have a fleet of, of vehicles a fleet of trucks and, and they may need your services how can they find out more about ace truck body and trailer repair um we have a website it's www.acetruckbodyrepair.com uh you can link onto that and and find out more about us it's got a phone number and contacts Great. Uh, we appreciate that. Uh, Al Carnitz, Guy Carnitz, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank, Thank you. you. It's quite Thank an you. honor. Megan Lesko is uh, here with the uh, the Gwinnett Chamber as well. And uh, Megan, always wonderful to see you. And uh, we've had some great guests, uh, some great people representing the Gwinnett Chamber in this room today. Absolutely. And I just want to thank every one of you for not only being a part of the Chamber, but being here today. We're so happy to have you a part of our organization. What's coming up with the uh, Gwinnett Chamber? Oh, my goodness, Mike. It's off to 2015. Oh, we're out of time. Sorry, Megan. No, go ahead. <laughs> we got a ton of events coming up. We have the annual dinner coming up, which is our big signature event of the year, black tie optional event. The who's who of Gwinnett County and Metro Atlanta will be there. Over a thousand people will be over at the Gwinnett Center on February 6th. It's an event you don't want to miss. We also have the state of the county address coming up on the 19th as well as our business after hours. In addition to our weekly Gwinnett working events where everybody in Metro Atlanta is able to come network every Thursday and Friday morning. So as usual, nothing's going on with the Gwinnett Chamber. Just a few things. Just a few things. We, we heard some great testimonies from our guests today, but I'll give you a couple seconds here. For that company that's on the fence, not sure whether, should they join the Gwinnett Chamber or not? Is it, is it worth their time? Is it worth their, their money? What would you say to that, that, that person? Well, I think that Bill and Karen and Al have said that perfectly here. You know, the Gwinnett Chamber has been a great asset to their company to help them get involved and connected within the community to help them be successful. And that's what we're all about. All right. Well, I want to thank you for coming to the show today as well. Thank you, Megan. Thank you for having us all. Megan Lesko from the Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce. Also a big thank you to our other guests, uh, Al and Guy Carnitz with uh, Ace Truck Body and Trailer Repair. Uh, to Karen Beckus with Avion Energy Group, and a thank you and apologies once again to Bill Lampton with Championship <laughs> Communication. 
been a great show. I want to thank all of our guests. A reminder that Open for Business is presented by the Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce and comes to you every month right here on Business Radio X. You can listen to Open for Business anytime by visiting GwinnettBusinessRadio.BusinessRadioX.com. This program is also available for download on iTunes. Until next time, I'm Mike Salmon for the Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce, where we are always open for business. Mm-hmm.